Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code big x at checkout enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at cornbread hemp kentucky's first choice for all things cbd bueller 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 Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats. The cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Jesus, Rash, get it together! It's game day, come on! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. December 28th, 2021. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We're all feeling refreshed after a little break and ready to get back at it. I lied. I'm not refreshed. What? I, I won't. I'm not. I won't. I don't think I'll be refreshed till next week. Maybe I'm in holiday mode still. In holiday mode, you're in holiday mode. So uh, I, that's where I'm at. But I'm still ready to do radio. I'm still mm. excited to talk after a few days off. I'm just not. It's not 2022 TJ just yet. It's still 2021. Well, so I'm dragging through the finish line. That's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna punish myself for that, Roush. Get it together, sports talker. It's game week. Okay. Get it together. We do have scheduled three UK athletic men's sporting events between Wednesday to Saturday. That's fun. That's exciting. I haven't had a basketball game since that Western Kentucky game. On Wednesday, we came in and talked about that on Thursday, took Friday off, and then Roush was having some traveling issues. And we said, you know what? What, Most radio shows may take this whole week off. we'll, We'll just go ahead. We'll take one more day. We'll get back on Tuesday. Roush, I'm glad that you've made it safely to your destination. Sounds like last night or yesterday, I should say, was an absolute nightmare. Yeah, you know, I, I took it in stride, but um, it's one of those things I, I woke up, was ready to get there by about 10 o'clock um, down to the Citrus Bowl in Orlando. And I did just that. It's just it was 10 p.m. instead of 10 a.m. 
So uh, a lot of flights, a lot of flights were canceled over the weekend, and uh, well, I was one of them. Just showed up to the airport. I, you know, when there's bad weather, TJ, I know you like. I, I think it is routine to you're you're supposed to check just make sure your flights on time and all that. I, I, I just woke up at five thirty and was ready to roll. I was like, all right, let's do this, and uh, uh, well, didn't get to doing anything. So hit the road and. Uh, Believe it or not, I was not the only person that was hitting the road yesterday. Well, it sounds like flight issues all across the country are just disastrous right now. I am a little shocked that you wouldn't just check things in the morning. Uh, did, did you did you already check in? Yeah, I checked in the previous day. So, you know, I, I, was, I was just ready to get going and I, I should have looked. But luckily the airport is, I mean, a stone's throw away from my house at it's only five minutes away. So that didn't take me too long. But in my mind, I was thinking, you know, I could jump through some hoops. You know, maybe I get a refund here. I get another ticket there. And okay, so maybe I could fly in and get into Orlando by four or five o'clock. But then there was also the risk of, you know, what if the next flight gets canceled? Like, I, I just, I, I I didn't want, I, I was uncomfortable putting my fate in the airline's hands. And I was like, you know what? If I have my car with me, I know I can get where I need to go. It might take a little bit longer. I don't have to worry about anybody else. I don't have to be stuck on a plane with a bunch of strangers in an airport, people coming and go. Like, I just, I don't want to deal with it. Like, screw it. Let's just drive. And uh, all went pretty well until, whew, got to Atlanta. And my God, that is hell on earth hell yes. on earth especially during 5 the p.m say that justin what, it was 5 p.m on a monday no it was like 2 p.m on oh, a monday okay. and, and really it was, was still a lot of traffic oh it was a lot of traffic two hours away from atlanta like chattanooga it was there was a lot of people on the road so you couldn't just like put it on 85 and cruise it was uh Start, stop, start, stop. And then a shout out to uh, my man, Chris Rodriguez. Thanks to uh, the knowledge of his hometown from National Signing Day a few years back. I was like, okay, where's a good where's a good place where I can get around Atlanta? And it's like, ooh, McDonough, Georgia. That's, you know, 30, 45 minutes south. And sure enough, that was his hometown was kind of where the backup ended around Atlanta. So I took a big, big loop around town. To Chris Rodriguez's hometown. I I don't know, I think I passed his old high school. It looked enormous. It had to be it. Um, and uh, was able to get out of there relatively unscathed. But it was still a long day, long drive. Uh, shout out to uh, a lot of podcasts and all that good stuff for for making me through, getting me through. Any audio books? I kept to, I, I did a live Zach Brown album. It was like two hours that really uh, kept things upbeat for me there for a little bit. Great album. Yes. Yes. Very good. Lots of covers. Just oh, a fun listen, um, but mostly podcasts, no audiobooks. I do like whether it's an audiobook. I'm not a huge audiobook guy, although I think if I was driving as much as I used to in terms of like going to Lexington every day. Um, or just having to travel to road games. I, I, I think I'd be like you and get into them a little bit more. Surprised you didn't get into any on the way down there. Justin, have you ever had a trip like that where flight problems and you got to scramble, figure out what you're going to do? No. Never? Never. Wow. What Never. a lucky little duck. The, the only time I can 
think about that we had flight problems as when we were going down to Cabo, our pilot from Louisville got into an accident on the way to the airport. So our flight was delayed to Houston, which we missed our flight in Houston to Mexico. So we lost out on a day in Mexico, but we didn't have to scramble or anything for a car. That's good. Honeymoon, United Airlines hosed us out of pretty much a day in Hawaii, which was unfortunate. Mm. And then first trip for first road trip I was making with with KSR Roush, I was going up to Canada to cover mm-hmm. Tyrese Maxey and Matthew Hurt and Canada, uh, good old Canada, north north of the border. I think um, it's pronounced Canada. There, uh, at, let's see, Tony Barbie was up there. There's, I think that was the only UK assistant there, but there's. Uh, who's coaching the other team? Bill Self. The best yeah. access for some of those recruiting events are just the ones where you can get away from everybody else. There was like one other media member up in Canada. It was the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. It was very pretty. Um, but I was flying Louisville to New York and then to Toronto and then driving from Toronto to Niagara Falls, which was like an hour drive or something like that. And Get to the airport, similar to you, Roush. Flight is delayed. Okay, this isn't good. I've got a connecting flight, but I still have some time here. Gets delayed again to the point where it's like, okay, it's not happening. So I'm scrambling, just basically asking anybody, just get me to New York or really any major city to the north, and there's going to be a connecting flight to Toronto. Like New York or Chicago to Toronto, I'd imagine that has to be pretty frequent. I won't have any issues finding a flight. And there was a game that night, too, in Canada. Um, anyways, get to New York, or no, I have to drive to Cincinnati to get a flight to New York, and I had to rush, so I was going 71 mm-hmm. enti- entirely too fast. Uh, I didn't. I guess I could have had the option of just, hey, driving to Canada from Louisville. There is a little peace of mind of just once you make the decision to drive that like, okay, well, you know, I, I'm I'm in control. It's going to take a while, but as long as I drive safely, we're going to get there now. I don't have to worry about mechanics or this or that or the mm-hmm. other so i bet once you got in that car and you you got moving and maybe got to 75 you 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 let the windows down beautiful day to drive oh, yeah it, it was, was a nice there. windows down uh because even even the slowdown times it's like you know what i'll put the windows down and i haven't like because of covid i would typically do i don't know between six to eight nine ten road trips a year like big regional kind of road trips and that's I mean, there's been one in two years. So, you know, get on the open road, even though it wasn't always open, wide open for me to just let the thing sit in cruise control. It was good. You know, I got I got caught up on some interviews and listening to some random. I'm uh, I used to be an audiobook guy too, TJ, but now I realize that I almost treat podcasts like my TV shows where, oh man, I'm a little bit behind. Let me catch up on a few. And instead of binging, you know, uh, uh, sitcoms on netflix it's like okay i'll do one of these that's a little bit goofier then i'll do one where you know i'm hearing about the history of dentistry and how they used to pull teeth in the medieval ages and it's just like oh my god this is crazy so there was a nice a nice balance in there with a little bit of music sprinkled in and i also did the the phone calls to just kind of you know some random folks like uh you know, even the big guy, the big guy texted me at one point. So I just, I gave him a holler right before the Mike Rutherford show was coming on. And I did the smart thing too, TJ, where I called almost right before the show was going to start. So I knew he couldn't trap me on there, like talking about random Eagles players from the mid nineties. <laughs> so well, it was, that's, you know, what I was, that's, 
That's what I was going to say, though. If you needed time to kill, that's the phone call you make. Oh, yeah, because, and you know, he he can, he's done the long road trip, so um, he had a story about being on a media bus for the Final Four game that didn't happen between Louisville and Wichita State, where him and a bunch of other media members didn't show up to that game until halftime, and they were very unhappy. He was just, you know, I'm there for the, the, the ticket to the game with the, the media pass. I don't care about working it, whereas a bunch of other people were very grumpy. So I got a fun little anecdote and, you know, got a, caught up with plenty of folks on the way down. Yeah, well, he uh, he can he can be long-winded and good for conversations. Uh, maybe smart to put him up against it so you, you had you had an easy out. But I'm glad you made it safely. Sorry you had to deal with all that stuff. Always a headache, but you seem like you had a good attitude about it. And you're in Orlando, and yes. the Kentucky Wildcats are in or- Orlando, and the Iowa Hawkeyes are in Orlando, and there's going to be a game on Saturday, Roush, at least is where things stand right now. Yes, and uh, Mark Stoops did speak after Kentucky's first practice yesterday. Um, he said that they're all good with COVID. I, I mean, that wasn't a direct quote, but um, knock on wood, things are, are looking okay on UK's end of things. And uh, I haven't heard any concerns on Iowa's end. I know we've had a few cancellations here and there, but, I mean, is anybody surprised that Miami's not playing in their bowl game? Like, all the stuff happening over there, the opt-outs. Some teams want to be there, others don't. And that's kind of a, a trope we throw around too often during bowl season. But when you have COVID as an excuse now, change of coaches, it happens. These teams uh, want to be here. I get the, the that impression very much. Uh, it's going to be a, a fun buildup to Saturday's game. I've already got uh, – I, I don't know if I would say a little bit of intel, but I talked to a few uh, – one Iowa por- reporter in particular last night to kind of get the lay of the land of things. Iowa State is also playing down here uh, tomorrow in the Cheez-It Bowl against Clemson. So um, – uh, uh, the, the state of Iowa is in full force down here in Orlando uh, for bowl week. Go, well, go Cyclones. Not so much go Hawkeyes. That's on Saturday. We will have the remainder of this week to talk about that game. Roush is in Orlando on the scene. He'll provide us any info. We'll talk more about it. It's just going to be impossible to do these shows over the next few days, Roush, and not talk a little about COVID. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we that's we, we have tried our best over the course of two years to avoid it in terms of just like the bickering when necessary, but it, it has intertwined itself with sports and just like the, the airline business right now, Roush, sports are just being wrecked by this disease and the disease as much as the rules for the disease – or the virus, I should say, uh, seems like it, but it's going to have to come up, and uh, that's going to be a talking point over the next few days, not just with the U.K. football bowl game as more and more games get canceled, but uh, U.K.'s opponent on Wednesday is going to be without their head coach. Is that something that's going throughout the locker room? We'll see. They said they're planning on playing the game Wednesday, so uh, I guess we should take them at their word there. And then the Caps will – host an important game, not from an X's and O's standpoint, but from honoring a, a former national championship head coach and Tubby Smith coming back for New Year's Eve, a noon game there. So we'll have to keep our eyes on it for all three sporting events this week, Roush, because I think if you had Vegas odds right now, 
you probably be pretty close to 50-50 that at least one of them gets gets postponed or canceled just with the way things are going throughout the rest of the sports world. Yeah, um, maybe I'm a little more optimistic just because I'm an eternal optimist. Um, but especially with the Missouri game, that news came out yesterday that Kwanzaa Martin is out. And um, I think if you're just looking at UK sports as a whole, the Kentucky women's basketball team, they were supposed to play Thursday, but Auburn had to cancel um, or postpone, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Duke right now is on a pause as well. They're one of, you know, I took a break from keeping up with huh, who's on and who's off. But I, I, at one point, there was up to four ACC teams on COVID pause. I'm sure that's still the case. And you had Duke in the mix. It could be up to five. So there's a lot out there right now. Um, and and I, I think it goes back to what we were talking about before the break. I just don't even know, like, what makes you – what causes you to take a break in college athletics? Because in pro, it's – there is none. We're just going to get other guys. Uh, you can't just pull some guys from the portal to your team, even though something we haven't talked about that much this week that I would love to remind folks, shouldn't Shaden Sharp be get on campus and with the team like today? Yeah, we were always told it was going to be around Christmas time. That's what we had heard. Christmas time has passed. I guess you could still say it's the holiday season time. But yeah, uh, you would think that it could be you could see him on the bench Wednesday, and I don't think I would be shocked by it. I don't know. I don't know how Kentucky wants to handle that, though. Mm-hmm. Do they announce that he's in? Do they let him go talk to the media? Or do they just – you never know with UK. They're so weird about all this stuff. and generally pretty annoying. But you, you never know mm-hmm. what they're going to do with that stuff, Roush. If, right, right, right. If Kentucky probably felt like they needed some good news, they'd probably bring him out there and act like he maybe could be the – the person to turn things around. If they don't want to rock the boat too much, it could just be Wednesday against Missouri. Is that Sharp on the bench? That is. Oh, yeah, he is there. <laughs> yeah, he joined us about Tuesday. Uh, yeah, we haven't got to see him practice yet. So, you know, you know, like neither one would surprise me in terms of what Kentucky decides to do with it. But astute observation. He, We should be seeing him in Kentucky blue and white it, it, certainly in the next – I would say the next week. Anything longer than that would be a surprise to me. Dude, it's something we would be talking about a lot more if Kentucky didn't steamroll through their last two opponents. But things are going well right now for the team. They look great. That It, it is unfortunate that Western Kentucky game feels like it happened a, a, a long time ago because um, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm ready for them to to get back out there, and I'd love to see Sharp. I was just talking with with a buddy yesterday, and he's like, you know, Kentucky might just be getting its best player like this week. <laughs> who were who were you talking to? No, just a friend. He was like, I mean, this is going to be awesome. We're, gonna, we're if you thought we were incredible before, just wait till now. I thought it was some secret source. Uh, It'll be fun to see. And seeing them come back and respond the way they did against Carolina and Western Kentucky and either one of those teams' final four teams and uh, be maybe a little surprised if one of the two even made it second weekend, although maybe not entirely impossible that one or both of them could do that. But they're they're not world beaters, but Kentucky beat the absolute 
snot out of both of them and and didn't blink. So uh, I, I like the way they responded. If, mm-hmm. if it would have been more of the same against that uh, crappy Notre Dame team and missing shots, then I'd really be excited about the sharp news. I'm still pumped just to see what he can bring. If, right. is he truly, if he's truly in the conversation to be a number one draft pick, whether people were talking about that for 2022, uh, which seemed unlikely, and now we have learned impossible – but even if even if people are saying, yeah, he's a potential number one pick in 2023, that should stand out to us, even at the college level, even pretty early on at the college level. It doesn't mean he needs to be a complete player. He's certainly going to make his mistakes. All the cliche things I could throw out there that you already know are true. He's not going to come in and be this polished NBA all-star. But if he truly has number one pick potential for 2023, we will see flashes of that. That will be apparent to us from time from time at from time to time maybe by march you want it to be more times than not ideally uh, or he may not be number 1 pick potential which is okay uh, and he'll take his time to kind of figure things out if that's the case Roush I still kind of like the way this backcourt has started to mesh a little bit where I don't think he's the necessity that I was worried about after mm-hmm. the Notre Dame game right. but It'll still be a nice luxury to have. Either he'll bring you something, and it could be jaw-dropping, or you've kind of got what you got, and you should be all right. That's why the people that were freaking out about him playing or not, I don't. it, it really shouldn't matter. Yeah, and uh, in large part, thanks to Kellen Grady's develop, you know, emergence. Yeah, he's um, knocking down shots, which is good. He yeah, should, I, you know. It's, he's making shots now, so. Yeah, <laughs> really the long and short of it, unfortunately. You know, you wish you could have some analysis about the offenses doing that. And and I went back and rewatched the Western game over this long weekend. And I, I, I do, this team's fun. I, you know, knock on wood, you hope they stay healthy. You, you hope that there's no locker room issues or something along those lines. And no reason to believe that those things would happen or could happen, at least mm-hmm. up to this point. Uh, but they're a fun team. They they seem like they like each other. You know, all these are cliche things we say about the Kentucky teams we like and then the teams that we don't like. Generally, we say the opposite about. That's how these things work. But there's a moment. And, and, and noticing some of their mistakes, Roush, I still think they need to be a little bit uh, – lazy is not the right word. They're a little lethargic at times getting out and guarding the perimeter. Uh, they were up big against Western, so you maybe give them a pass, but the Notre mm-hmm. Dame game was in the palance, and they were still kind of lethargic getting out to the perimeter. So they need to work on that. But I noticed some of the little mistakes that they make, and I think they're all fixable. I, I do. I, well, I, shouldn't, I don't know if they're all fixable, but I think the majority of them are pretty fixable. There was a funny moment in the second half, late in the second half in that Western game, where uh, Kentucky's running their offense. Damian Collins is in the game. And he just completely gets lost in this offensive set. He, he doesn't really – him and Mintz run into each other. And literally, while the offense is having its possession um, – and maybe I'll take the time to find the video clip because it is kind of funny. But literally, while they're running their set, Mintz and Collins run into each other. Co- Mintz stops to tell Damian, this is not where you're supposed to be. You need to go here. You're going to do – he's literally coaching him on the court at the free throw line. This is real. This has actually happened. And he he points to where Damian needs to go. Damian goes up to the ball handler. I don't know if it was Ty Ty or Wheeler or Grady. I, it, there was a guard up, you know, probably seven feet past the midcourt line. Damian comes and sets the high ball screen but he flashes, so it's not really even a real screen, comes and gets like the re-screen from Davion, the back, the, the second screen, the off-the-ball screen, and then he gets an alley-oop. And it, it just cracks me up because Damian, I don't know if he, 
Did he know that he was supposed to be doing the alley-oop? Did he forget how he was supposed to be getting there? But Coach Davion Mintz right there on the court tells him where he needs to go, basically draws the play for him, and then within seven seconds they execute it, which was just a reminder to me that, like, this group is still growing. Mm -hmm. The freshmen still have stuff to figure out, and that includes Tata Washington along with a Damian Collins as well. Uh, And they're growing, Roush, and they're getting better. And I can't – the Missouri game would be a perfect time for them to kind of have a snoozer. They hadn't played for a week. It's not a sexy opponent. But I have a feeling they're going to come out and and take care of business. And then on Friday, that game is going to be more important than what actually happens on the court. But I still Mm – I I think they've kind of turned a corner in terms of, all right, we know what we need to do to – to get this offense humming a little bit. And then I think defensively they're good enough where if they can get to high 70s, low 80s, they'll be fine regardless of who they're playing for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it is one of those things where it it, it feels like at least the team uh, turned a corner with that loss, knowing just the kind of what your, your baseline – uh, needs to be as far as how much you're bringing to the table everybody's roles uh you know oscar has certainly emerged as a not not he really is kind of like a spiritual leader for this team his energy sets the tone for everybody else that energy and enthusiasm and it's to the point tj that i, I don't i don't know how many of these people you've been around like that but w- where there's a part of you that thinks like, is this dude being for real or is he like full of it? And I, I think they understand like by now, like maybe it took a game or two, but no, he's completely real. He is genuine. He is hungry for rebounds and he's going to do everything in his power to go get it. And if there's something he does wrong, it's he gives too much energy and gets himself into foul trouble being overly aggressive. I, I think his, between him and Wheeler, the the kind of energy they've brought um, has become contagious, and that leads me to believe that there's not going to be some sort of letdown uh, when they return to the court this week. I agree with you, and for all the reasons you said, too, and I really wish that Notre Dame game didn't happen. I'll be bringing that up as the season goes on, because if you, if you have that Notre Dame game away, your top 10 team, Sure, some of the worst of the worst of the fan bases, I would imagine, will have something to complain about. But it'd be pretty steady as you go. And uh, it it was a bad loss. It was a bad loss of a game that they shouldn't have lost, a game that they had a good grip on, uh, just couldn't find the bottom of the basket. Open shots, Kellen Grady's toilet bowl, three-pointer, in and out. But uh, excited to see them get back to the court. And as we mentioned, really excited for this football bowl game on Saturday. I don't know if I, I think we do this every year, Roush, where like so much time passes between the the U, the annual U of L beatdown to the bowl game that you almost feel like some of the luster has been lost. But once it once it gets closer to game time, you get right back into it and you realize it's gonna be the last time you see this group play together. Yeah, and uh the you're you're right in that there is a Okay, like let's 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 get our mojo back here. Let's let's get everything back uh, back in order. But there's going to be a lot of games today that I think are going to get people uh, as as one wise Marshawn Lynch would say, get your mentals right. And and I think uh, this is a nice week to get our mentals right. I'm down in Orlando to help get all of you ready for the game. We'll have updates uh, throughout the day. Today is practice number two. Uh, but there, there's a lot of other stuff going on. I know tomorrow is a busy day with 
talking to coordinators with press conferences and then you got uh the citrus bowl parade is tomorrow too tj Ooh. i know everybody's looking forward to that um so th there's a lot happening this week and we'll make sure that that everybody's fired up by the time kickoff gets here this saturday oh yeah krc we'll we'll, we'll do we'll do our part was the wing eating competition last night i i they did not do any sort of uh uh, dual team event. They uh, they tweeted out, but they did say who's winning this battle. Who? Oh, okay. I get, oh, it's it was a gotcha. It was a it was a roller coaster. But they showed a bunch of big Iowa guys, and I thought that it was like their pre photo for the wing contest. But move on. It wasn't. They were just riding a roller coaster. Yeah, UK did get to go to Sea World though after practice yesterday. So I'm sure that was he, fun. See the world or Sea World? Sea World, um, where I whales, dolphins, are, China. Is Free Willy still there? Or do they get rid of they get rid of those? Sea World has come on tough times. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, the pandemic, I'm sure, didn't help. It didn't help anybody. But that the Blackfish documentary, I think, really kind of did Sea World in. I'm I'm surprised to learn there's still a Sea World. Well, they they were. There was many more roller coasters than you might recall. I remember going on oh, one as a kid, yeah. like ten years. So they've just—I think they've just transi transitioned to more of like it's a water theme park instead of a big aquarium kind of deal. That's my guess. Like if I was a whale or a dolphin, would I want to be living in a little cage like that? No. But what if I was orphaned and my other option is just getting ripped to shreds by a shark in the open water? Like, give yeah. me Sea World. Yeah. Me, like I get oh, to do get, tricks and people clap for me and oh, I get to just eat fish all day. People throw me fish just basically every you know, every five, ten minutes, like, okay, sign me up. Yeah. And, Probably get you some know, other if, fish babes in your tank too, you know? And the thing is, like, if you had a baby, would that be very fair to the baby in that in that Sea World environment? No, that would kind of stink right. for that baby. Yeah. But if you are like a damaged or broken water creature, hell yeah, take me to SeaWorld. Oh, we went to uh Discovery Cove, which I don't know if that's hand-in-hand hand with SeaWorld, and I think that's in the Orlando area, if I'm not mistaken. But it was basically kind of like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was basically a water park, Roush, and maybe they have rides now, but I don't think they did when I went, and this was like 2001. But it was basically just like, think the think like the wave pool at Kings Island or okay. Kentucky Kingdom, and it's okay. just filled with like, dolphins and stingrays and fish that you oh. get to go swim and like hang out with and touch. Awesome. It was just like one ginormous. I mean, they had separate pools cause you couldn't have all the animals with one another, but it right. was basically just like, Hey, it's, this is a 20 acre park. Just if you see a pool, you want to go in and swim with some animals, have at it. It was pretty sweet as a kid. Although <laughs> I wore a, this just shows shows my childhood, Roush, growing up, that the water was cold because some of these animals need to be in cold water. And so I was with my brother and sister, dad nice enough to take us on this vacation. And they're like, you got to get in a wetsuit. Either you can get in the full body one or you can just get in the one that like covers up your midsection and, and your arms and legs will be free. And okay. then our my brother was like, I say we all wear the body suits. It'll be funny. We'll, we'll never wear them again. It'll be a really good time. And, uh -huh. I, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I put on the bodysuit, but they were just messing with me, and they both just wore the normal one. <laughs> okay, Johnny, that was a good prank. Like, uh, of, of your entire sense of humor, all of the dumb things you send into the show, that was actually a good one. You got him. That was a total big brother move. 
<laughs> oh, I think I think I cried. I was like, I think I threatened not to get into like in the water or something. <laughs> Um, I was not happy about it. Eventually got over it, as kids will tend to do, and ended up having a, a, a great time. Speaking of bowl games, and there's, I, I want to talk so much more about bowl games that have happened, that are happening, that are going on. Little, there, there's, some, there's some sources going around that a team of interest to the University of Kentucky may be a rival. They've got some interesting bowl stories going on. There's oh three. yes, yes. I, I heard a little inside scoop, Roush. That oh yes. I promise you, you're gonna want to hear. Oh man, can't wait. Already bet Air Force. Let's go. We'll be right back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, TJ Walker, Nick Roush. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.10 TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Here on 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM, the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. And on the Big X, the 96.1, 14.50, which can be heard throughout several counties in the Louisville area. Uh, I listed them off the other day. I'm not going to do it again. The replay goes from 9 to 11 as well. So always appreciate when you all listen, and there's plenty of ways. And if you have any questions about ways to listen, just let us know. Reach out to us on the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. Roush, it's a rainy day back here in Louisville. You know what they say for the best thing for rainy days. Um, uh, Wide Willie and a coffee from our friends at Thornton's. Oh, yeah. Yep, you take down a Wide Willie, you get some coffee, and you check out our friends at Thornton's. It's cheap, it's easy, there's Thornton's everywhere, and it's good. It's not whatever you grew up with when it comes to gas station food, this this ain't it. This is they've got a they've got a chef that creates all the food, and these guys are huge fans of their breakfast burritos and sandwiches. I generally stick to their donuts, which are fresh every morning and very very yummy, by the way. Uh, but they've got it all at Thornton, so check them out. Download the app and stop in on your way to the office this morning. There was a a few gas station stops on the way down, but none quite as tasty as Thornton's. Um, at one point, I did change things up, though, and got some string cheese, some fresh smoked deli string cheese from Wisconsin. I mean, it could have been just full crap, but it was uh, it was like, a ooh, this is something I haven't had in a while, and it's just not a salty, like salty garbage. Like, okay, I'll, I'll enjoy. So that was my supper last night. It was it was wonderful. You you got Wisconsin cheese from a gas station not in wisconsin yes yes see i i had my brain was getting confused there because when we went up to that green bay game a few years back like the second you cross into the wisconsin state lines i think every gas every store we stopped it didn't matter if it was a gas station a rest stop even just maybe like a fast food restaurant they were selling authentic wisconsin cheese mm-hmm. and i was like who is buying cheese at a gas station 
but I was like, all right, I, but I if, if it's, it's a novelty touristy cheese, I get that. But I think the question still stands: Who's buying cheese in a Tennessee gas station? Well, I, I think for me is like I wasn't very hungry, but I needed a little something. And Duke is a big like just cheese. I would love some cheese. And I was like, you know what? They they have like the little deli section, and I didn't trust the like sliced ham and cheese triangles in the little you know that that very stale looking packaging i was like i don't trust that but you know what a little string cheese like you know that could go a long way as long as it said the word wisconsin on it you were good it, 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 to be honest i was going to go with the jack links um like beef jerky slash combo but that i was like that's probably both processed garbage but that's definitely more processed garbage so i'll get like the more generic looking package that probably won't make me feel as bad I, I don't. I wouldn't have ended up agreeing ultimately with your decision, but the the way your brain was working very similar to mine in a gas station when it comes to food. <laughs> so uh, I, I can relate in that part. Uh, we. I, I'm not trying to give them a free shout out. We KRC does not have an official beef jerky sponsorship, although we are looking. We've been looking since the show mm-hmm. has started. But exactly. Mingy has kind of ruined all the other gas station beef jerky for me. Like, it, Mingy's yeah. so good, I can't have the wet beef jerky anymore and enjoy it really in the slightest. And to be honest with you, I can only have so much beef jerky in one sitting before, like, I get sick even looking at beef jerky. So, uh, <laughs> but Mingy is is the top. It doesn't get better than their spicy beef jerky. Yeah, and especially because it's actually... There's actually yeah. spice to it. Nothing worse than when something says it's spicy and it's it's weak sauce, you know? Yeah. You mingua? <laughs> mingua? Are you, being, are, you, are you being serious? Yeah, isn't that what it is? I mean, that's how it's spelled, but it's not how you say it. Is it really mingy? I mean, I've, I've truly never have known that. This is the Hoosier in him. Yeah, it, that's that true. He, he is definitely not followed enough uk things yeah. that they sponsor yeah they sponsor a ton of uk stuff so you just gotcha. hear it okay. I, I you should have well yeah we, gosh I we should have gone it, with it yeah mingua that we were <laughs> damn I've, we always said, got him I've always said mingua sounds more fancy mingua. yeah think, we, we we messed that up Ralph. yeah we really <laughs> I, I, think I, was so, but I was with you or i was so taken aback i don't know if he was just doing like a tarjay <laughs> bit or if he was being sincere <laughs> Oh man, that is a nice Sarge pit or a Jacques Penet. Like that's what we're gonna start calling Mingy. Ooh, look at this fine Mingua they've got. Uh. <laughs> Sounds way better. Justin, uh, what, what's up with you, buddy? How was your Christmas? Uh, how was your long weekend? What'd you get into? I, I think did we need a romantic. Come down romantic. the chimney at your apartment. I think. Uh, did you ever put up a decoration? No. Definitely never put up a decoration. Christmas was good, though. It was busy. Um, yeah, I, as much as I love this time of the year, I really kind of hate it just because of how busy it is. And I think I might have said that last week. But, geez, there's just so much to do, so many people to see. And, yeah, it's great. You enjoy the time you get the you get with them. But it's like, man, when am I going to get to relax? Jeez. Have you not watched any Christmas movie? You're going the wrong way. I have not. I watched Home Alone. I you're think spo- that's the only one I watched. You're supposed to not like being alone. You're supposed to like being with family and people you love. Hmm. You know, is is ironic. I'll- the only movie he watched was Home Alone. Hmm. As- <laughs> Interesting. But that is technically even the message in Home Alone. 
Maybe so. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. As outwardly friendly as I tend to be, I kind of can be a recluse uh, when I want to be, especially, I don't know, when I got a few days off, I just, I want to sit there and do nothing, but <laughs> yeah, you had to go hang out with your family and that's just as fun too, but it's just the act of getting to your family. And then once you're there, you got to be present in the moment, but it's always just such a drag to know that you have so many things to do. I, I'm kind of, I understand to a degree, like, you're in a hurry to just go, 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 and then there's not that much time to exhale. But you know what? That's what this week's for, Justin. You it's get some, some time to recharge your batteries. We got five bowl games today. That today, I'm, yes, starting I'm at off noon. today. So that's really awesome. Wow, oh, just a full slate of bowl games, including um, a bowl game with our friends at the University of Louisville playing in the Armed Force. Is it the Armed for, No First Responder Bowl? against air force at 315 tj you teased us now i got i gotta know what, what's what's happening with our friends um at the university of louisville yeah well first and foremost don't worry so much about the the name of the bull we love first responders we we love our our military um but nobody's gonna be watching the bowl game roush and that's uh, a little birdie that was at the U of L alumni pre-night pre-game tailgate pep rally uh-huh. said the university sold only 500 tickets. 500 tickets. That's just two zeros after the five. That's correct. Five. I mean, that's, that's just friends and family. That's all it is. I, I was telling my buddy, I would have figured in the Dallas area between friends, family, and alumni, you'd have a couple hundred just there alone. 500. I wonder how many like non-sweet holding season ticket holders bought tickets. Uh, I mean, that it's got to be, it's got to be almost zero, right? And this guy running the alumni party, you know, he's obviously, he could be raw. This could, 500 such a crazy number where it's like, certainly it's got to be four, more than 500. But the dude was in communication with the University of Louisville for setting up the pep rally for the university. Like, it would be somebody that I, they're having they a- would need a, to know the number to be able to do his job. They're having a pregame today. If you're a Dallas listener, they're doing a, a tailgate before the game this afternoon. And he said that they would just hand out wristbands to anybody- uh, food and drinks included because they they're so worried that nobody's going to come gosh and now that's separate from like the the tickets that were that were purchased through the university this is a different party for that right but if you're looking for something to do in dallas and eat and drink for free you can go to the uvel tailgate party they're giving away free wristbands man you know what though the i, I mean it doesn't i mean that's that is the result like a plus b equals c it, that's the result of an unenthusiastic fan base after a ho-hum season playing in a place that's hard to travel to on a middle, you know, middle of the afternoon on a Tuesday, uh, just a few days after Christmas. So I could, I mean, it's, that is not unreasonable to expect a turnout that low, uh, especially when I don't held the ball game won't even mind because uh, air force, they probably are going to travel. Well, I believe, Air Force and Army. No, I, I don't believe. Like I know those two played in the Dallas Fort Worth area at like 11 a.m. or 10 a.m. local time 
uh, one point earlier this year, and it was a pretty packed house. So uh, I, they're relying on the Louisville fans. It's basically they're playing a road game against Air Force, is what I'm getting at. And uh, I don't don't know if that's going to end well for our, our current Bird friends. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. And again, certainly it's got to be a little more than that. But the fact that that's being thrown around at pro U of L events and like that's that's the scuttlebutt. It's got to be really, really bad, which they've already made up their mind. Scott's and his tots are going to be back for another season, but they better not start out slow or financially. You're just going to be missing out on another football revenue season, which Roush, the pandemic kind of showed just how much that can mean to a lot of programs, even the biggest, even of the biggest, but to have not a good time to have the football program, not bringing in money. That's for sure. Because hmm. everybody's still trying to make up that 2020 year as, as best they can. Uh, that's a huge deal for UK this year, I'm sure, Roush, having the three sellouts. No, no. You, uh... oh, I think, did we Roush break up there a little bit, Justin? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. No, he's doing, he's... He's, he's doing pretty well. It didn't, I don't even know if it was an internet thing. It could have just been an unplugged I've, mic. I've, I've heard some more buzz as of late like the of people coming down here for the game so that that did get me closer we got i had more people coming out of the woodwork to say that they'll, they'll see me down here so um definitely more than 500 people <laughs> well I was, that's where i was gonna you were breaking up there a little bit roush but you're you sounded good there that last bit that's what i was gonna ask you you answered it for me so you think it's probably not gonna be penn state 2018 levels a uk fan down there but you think uk will have a good showing i do and it actually the way that the like the the holiday falls uh you know one of my friends he he doesn't have to work on friday um because of new year's holiday it's being celebrated then so he just is going to be taken off in the morning and getting here in the evening and it, it's it is a doable just drive straight through kind of make a three-day weekend out of it so i i think there's going to be more um you, you you basically don't have to take your whole week off to to be able to to have this to to attend this game so uh, i think it's going to be a a pretty decent crowd down here um and you know obviously i think the closer we get to the game the better idea we're going to have is uh, how many folks are going to be showing up to to watch kentucky take on iowa and while we poked a little fun at uofl and 500 tickets is still just jaw dropping i don't care how bad of a season it's a bowl game i don't care how bad of a season it is i don't care where the bowl game's at who it's against 500 that's that's not ideal but for all bowl games, including the U of L one, including the Kentucky one, with games getting canceled, I I don't blame folks for staying home. And no. I, I wish so badly I could I could be down there. And if if not for having a, a three month old and all that, I you know I probably would try to get down there. Um, that being said, knowing that a day before, two days before, it could be pulled out from underneath you. The whole reason yeah. you're going on the trip makes it tough, Roush. Yeah, and. Um... And the flight troubles, also, which are which is a national, which is really a worldwide thing, but especially nationally. Yeah, I mean that's the the headache. Like I, I just I'm not a big flying fan in general, and then you add just the injection of people on top of the lack of flights and stuff getting canceled all over the place. Like, yeah, it's going to make you uh, a little apprehensive to travel right now. So I don't blame people like Justin who just you know want to relax, kick back, and uh, bet on some bowl games today. Watch all five of them. Yeah, but I also want to fly instead of drive. Right. Or just sit on your couch and watch them all. Yes. 
I'm going to brag on myself briefly. This gambling hot streak that I've been on. Ooh, still hot? I, unbelievable. It's been like a whole month thing now, Roush. I, I have I've cashed out of DraftKings now for a third time. Oh man, wow. that is what a feeling. Uh, unprecedented, unprecedented. Like I'm never this is never going to happen again. I've gotten but, two in the last 2 weeks, but not three. This is I it's it's wild stuff. Um I feel like I'm I'm on fire and my thing is I haven't really I've been I've been patient. I've been picking my games unless I feel really really good about it. Mm-hmm. I don't bet it. And then also on Saturday, I got super lucky in the Green Bay game on just my props. Like just throwing oh. throwing around a little fun money. Yeah, that's that, and those can win nice coin if you do get lucky. Oh, I got I, all. I, I won every one of them except one, which was kind of <laughs> contingent on another. But like, but what do they say? Wealth, uh, wealth builds wealth. Like when you win more, you kind of throw around a little bit more fun money, and then I just yeah. had a lucky day and ended up hitting. But let's see, I hit the over nine and a half first quarter. Uh, I hit the money line Browns to score first. Devontae Adams, two touchdowns or more. Oh, I man. bet who would be – so I knew Green Bay was going to win, although they nearly didn't. They were somewhat lucky to win that game. I know we're on to a new week in the NFL. But right. I didn't want to – but I didn't know if they were going to cover the seven because Green Bay has been kind of not playing well to end games, see the Ravens game, see the Browns mm-hmm. game now. So I didn't know if I loved the seven – but the money line was like minus three sixty, Justin. It just it was that that's not great juice for no. an NFL game. So I kind of just was looking around a little bit and found that I could get Green Bay leading at halftime and Green Bay in leading at the end of the game for minus one fifty. And I was like, oh well, this is the best I'm gonna get if I if I I think Green Bay is gonna be leading at halftime. I know they're gonna be leading at the end of the game, so I'll bet that. I hit that one, which was nice. The only one I lost was AJ Dillon, two touchdowns or more. But that juice was uh, real. That was plus seven fifty. So had to had to throw some coin on that. Figured he could get maybe a goal line touchdown and then get another one. But uh, so I got super lucky on that. Just have to brag on myself a little bit. I'm gonna bet today's games as I well because I, well, good, I send them over. You have to bet. You you have to bet Air Force. It's a pick 'em right now between Air Force and Louisville. Like, come on. Put, I'm scared to pick Air Force if I'm gonna. Not that I feel comp, confident in picking Louisville, but I have, who who knows? Bowl games are pretty hard to bet. It, it, that, yes, but they're also very fun to bet. And um, like I I'm not betting Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl. Like you just cannot convince me that they are going to be that Auburn is going to be a good football team in the Birmingham Bowl against a top twenty team. So uh, give me the Cougs, and I'm curious. Like that, this could be a gr- like a low key great football day. Um, the Holiday Bowl is a notorious bowl for getting wonky, and we have UCLA uh, versus NC State. I don't know if D- I, I'm, I'm assuming DTR is playing for UCLA, but like that could get wonky. And we have a Mike Leach reunion between Mississippi State and the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. I really like Mississippi State in that game. And you can get them at actually minus 14 plus 150. And the spread right now is minus 10. So an extra four points and you get 60 points in the juice. 
not not a not a bad not a bad bet there in my opinion. I think Mississippi State they've got a lot of good momentum in their program, Ralph. Strangely enough, which uh, it, it seems like Ole Miss has gotten all the shine and understandably so. But Mississippi State fans are pretty happy with where things are right now. Yes, um, but I just I'm always going to be apprehensive laying a lot of points in a bowl like that many in a bowl game. It's going to be a home game for Mississippi State. You know, That's Mike's going to want to stick it to Texas Tech with the way things ended there. That's true. Oh, and yeah. You've talked, you talked me into it. Okay. Done. No, yeah. Okay. I think, it, I think it should be a route. Now, I do have a terrible track record of when, you know, I tell my bets out loud they don't go well on the radio. Do I do a tweet lock of the week and then maybe, uh, oh, don't, no, no. <laughs> maybe have the U of U of L fans can get, they can love it if uh, it ends up not going well. Let's, let's, let's not, let's just keep it at, let's tell, let's talk about them on the radio and not let's, gotcha. yeah, because I would like to play that. Now. Keep, keep like, it the ARC thing. Well, and so. And, Go Just on, so Justin. you know, boys, every bet we've talked about, you could parlay Houston, Air Force, and Mississippi State minus 13 instead of 14 for plus 800. Oh, 8 to 1? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I love the Houston. I don't know. I don't know if I love Air Force either, but that if you do like those bets, woo, that's pretty nice. All right. Let's uh in this hour, we'll do the daily double break. We'll come back, have hour two. We'll get into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. There's some from other over the holiday, and then it'll be a game day edition of the show tomorrow. But fun hour number two coming up next here on KRC on Big Exports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big December 28th, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Appreciate you listening. And hope you had a great holiday and are planning on some fun New Year's, whatever that means to you. Uh, college football playoff, Nick. That, that could be some fun New Year's. That's what it means to me. Yeah. Uh, definitely don't want to go out. Right, right. We're adults now. Although, um, was it you who's discussing the kind of nice dinner kind of option last yes. year? Yes, that's yeah. honestly what I'd kind of like to do. And I was looking at some, uh, I was looking at some options for that yesterday. I feel like you're too late to if you're booking reservations now, though, right? Even so, five days out on open table. I mean, I was doing. I mean, it, it's probably different for New Year's Eve because they're going to stay open later. But I remember just being shocked that I like I could not get a normal time on or just a regular Friday at a couple of places around town just for my wife's birthday, you know, like it was like, Oh, so we've got to either find a way to go early or go late kind of deal. So mm-hmm. I don't know. May- maybe you might be a little more flexible on new year's Eve. I you're, you're right. All the super, super nice places were not available. 
which I was pretty surprised by that. Now, like there was a good tier, like a, a tier of good restaurants that was available, but I was like, eh, is this New Year's Eve worthy? Or would like a DoorDash just be the be the equivalent? But uh, and I was I was checking like five six ish. I thought that would kind of beat the later party crowd, but I don't know. Maybe that's the ideal time to go. But you're well, right. It, it it was it Monday was too late. You got to do it before then, I suppose. Yeah, but e- either way, I mean, with the college football playoff happening too, um, as much as I used to not understand why they would want to do that like i'm i'm very happy that it's giving me an excuse to just like hang out at a bar you know i know that they're doing the uk pep rally for those coming to orlando that will be at 4 45 on saturday so that's right around the time of that first is, is the first game at four uh or i i, I might or friday yeah, I think, excuse I me think, i think so i think it's 4 30 or four ish and then yeah eight. so you, you know, you kind of go to the pep rally and then post up at a bar, like a nearby bar, like they're having it in, in you know, a fourth street light complex where there's just tons of bars and restaurants everywhere. So, you know, you do your pep rally and then you watch the end of the first game, maybe the first half of the second game, and then you kind of go back to your place and wind down. But uh, uh, I, I used to be very against it. And then one year at two keys for New Year's back in college, Johnny Football, was playing duke and i want to say the peach bowl uh and that game was bananas and i cared more about that game than uh socializing uh and it ended i don't know 30 minutes before the ball dropped and i had a great time watching that game so uh, i've i've changed my tune because bowl season's awesome it's incredible scoots what do you got planned for friday you working i am not working but i'm once again it it goes back to just need some relaxation time. So normally on New Year's Eve, I'll I'll just stay at home, hang out with the roommate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if he doesn't go out, sometimes he'll go out to a party or whatever. Any updates on the romantic interest? Uh, not so much. So we oh. pretty well called it off for now. What? Yeah. Oh my! So she got her sh- she got her shots and got out. Um. So. <laughs> I don't know. Without getting too personal, she's just dealing with a lot of things. Couldn't give me her undivided attention. So, well, that's a, at least she's maybe upfront and honest with you about it, right? I told yeah, her that I was, about it. I told her that I had an immense amount of respect for her telling me, as opposed to keeping me wondering. Oh, so well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe in the future, I, I'm keeping my heart. If what do they say, K Jewelers? If if your heart's open, love will okay. always find its way in. I mean, goodness gracious. <laughs> Of course, don't oh, go. That's how Justin, Ju, Ju, Justin's, Justin, his his ideas of romantic life are all based on jewelry store <laughs> commercials. <laughs> well, and also, I just can't remember the last time that Justin didn't like unintentional, unintentional, absolutely do something that could rub an advertiser the wrong way. Yeah, that's that's why I added the caveat at the end. Don't go there. <laughs> just, just a neat slogan. Well, maybe they could have been, you know, maybe that could have, maybe we could have just sent that clip to them and said, we, you want to do business with us, but now you just added that part to it. <laughs> I'm not a salesman. <laughs> well, I know one place that uh, is an advertiser with Kentucky Roll Call and we love it and uh, wouldn't have it any other way. And that's Salsaritas. That's right. Two Which, <laughs> I, I will say my last bowl trip, Salsaritas played a big part in it. There was one 
in Charlotte, right by the Belk Bowl, and it made my day. Like, oh, here, because the, the wife was with me. She was very pregnant, and we were looking around. trying. The Chick-fil-A line was long, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, nobody's in line for Salsaritas. Are these people morons? Yes, because it's delicious food, uh, whether you are pregnant, not pregnant, uh, single, uh, for the foreseeable future, like our friend Scooter McGee over here, uh, Salsaritas has it all for you. Fresh guacamole. Uh, I, I feel like the freshness of Salsaritas, TJ, is a nice way to kind of balance yourself out after a uh, overindulging this holiday season. Yeah, you can. That's the nice thing about Salsaritas is you can really get so many different options that if you want to pig out. And I can speak. I can speak from experience. You can. You can just mm-hmm. get like a double meat stuffed burrito with chips. cheese on top. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But if you had, uh, if you if you feasted out during the holidays, and that's what the holidays are for, mm-hmm. you can get a taco salad, which yes. is my favorite salad in the city. Big fan you can of that. get a burrito bowl, which is basically the same thing, but they're technically different, which I've always found. Semi-fascinating rice is a, usually the big kicker between the two, uh, but they've got they've got the healthy options for you as well. I am told their guacamole is amazing, Roush, and it, that's it healthy. Very for much folks? is yes. Okay, always. Yeah. Well, we can say it's healthy. It's definitely sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure, absolutely. So check them out. They've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Download the Salsaritas app. It'll save you money. You can order from the app as well. Get it delivered to you from the app, or have it waiting to be picked up. So you park, you're in, you're out, bada boom, bada bing. All right. Uh, Roush, is there any – maybe I missed this. Is there anything new on Josh Paschal? Uh, I I will find out more today. There was no sort of enlightening injury update yesterday. Um, There was – what ended up happening, I was watching the media op. Since Iowa State is here early, all of the folks – at the kind of local TV stations up there, they were at Stoops' press conference. So things weren't as, uh, you know, they were a little bit more generic for like the TV folks up there who hadn't had a chance to talk to Stoops and ask about Iowa and all that stuff yet. So um, hopefully we'll get an update today. I mean, I'm going to be watching him practice, so we'll just see how much he's doing. And this might be the only day that they go like pads and kind of actually get after it a little bit. So think that'll be a good okay. indication today all right so we'll we'll keep an eye on that obviously we'll kentucky will be short of some wide receivers which isn't ideal but uh at least there's there hasn't been any just opt out for opt out sakes unless i've missed some i which, guess besides the transfers but that's they're, well, they're, they got to do what's best for them and i even saw a guy that we reported was in the portal uh moses douglas picking up bowl swag so um you know as well right I'm I'm excited to to get some clarity on that because like Emory Jones, I don't know if y'all watched that Central Florida Florida game over the break, but it on the ESPN graphic before he's getting ready to play it says we'll transfer after the bowl game, and uh, it's just so it's like wow they're really being upfront about it, um, but like it makes sense, you know he doesn't fit the new guy system, so he's gonna play him one more game. Uh, they lost that game. Shout out to Black Knights of. Uh, Central Florida for giving me a W in the win column this bowl season. But uh, it might be the case where a lot of these guys that are going in the portal, they're they're in there, but they're going to at least get one more game out of it. And that might help UK from a number standpoint because on the Citrus Bowl depth chart, there's 
four or five guys on that two and three deep that are that are in that uh, that are in the portal right now. So I, I I'll get a lot more clarity today on a lot more of that stuff. Okay, I look forward to the updates, and that's why you gotta stay tuned in, as you'll you you will hear those first thing tomorrow morning, and also check out Roush on the interwebs as well. Do you want to get to this Thornton's text line again? Most of it just from over the the long weekend. Yeah, yeah let's, speaking let's of do Thornton's, it. oh, go for speaking it. of the text line, did we change the number? We changed the number. No, that's what I'm asking. Did we? It's a it's a holiday week. I mean, UK, we are an UK hour and twenty hour and twenty minutes in. No text. That's crazy. Uh, you know, people are like they're sleeping in. They're not working this week. Lucky bastards. Says the guy Texter. who doesn't have to work today. But <laughs> <laughs> couldn't sleep in. <laughs> I've never understood the people that get worked up about having to get up early when at nine you can just go back to bed. Oh, I'm not. I'm far from worked up. Trust me. I am looking so forward to my nap today. I also just wake up at six every day. <laughs> I wake up early too, but if I, I wouldn't care in the little tiny bit if I had to wake up early and know just a couple hours later I could just be right back where I was. Sorry if it came off that I cared. I truly don't. No, well, this isn't, this isn't well, a big deal. Well, I mean, it, it. I don't think that you're one of those people that, anyways, but um, – and not that it matters. It'd be great. I wish I was one of those people. I wish I was one of those people that could work for a couple hours and then just go back to sleep. Although, would you have to make up that work later in the day? In which case, I would not want to do that. Different schedules for different folks. A uh, texture says, we'll be celebrating Christmas at Charlie Wilson's appliance. Hashtag one big happy family. Justin would say, why don't you check out Home Depot? Now you're yeah, the but- one stepping on them. Yeah, on our sponsors. Jeez, guys, what are we doing here? I said Justin would be the one to say that. <laughs> but you said it. It was a joke, dingus. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, dingus. I, kn- I knew it was a joke, but you still said it. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was a joke. I am in on the joke. It is... An inside joke where I know what's ha- it's, I know what's going on. Will you all please let me in on some jokes one day? <laughs> I'm so tired of being left out in the dark. I felt like I was just doing a I think you should leave skit. Right I, 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 I feel like Justin's just – I think he is doing the skit. And it's at our expense, Ralph. <laughs> so he's turned the tables. <laughs> hey, guys. I can't believe nobody listens to this radio show. Nobody's even texted in. <laughs> it really is. He's got it, dude. More, Justin, that, more, when did you get so bright during the break? Him. My goodness, you got us. <laughs> There's more polished ways to spark engagement, Justin. I am, I am truly not sure what's going on anymore. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas hey, but the Eve. Text line's working. 
Christmas Eve having basically no live sports is a bit of a downer, says one texter. Seems like a bit of a wasted opportunity for good ratings. Oh, well, Christmas Day and Sunday will provide plenty of quality sports. Merry Christmas, KRC. Hope you all have a great holiday weekend and get to spend quality time with family and friends. Thanks for all that you do. Hey, thanks. You too. Hope you did as well. Roush, you get anything cool for Christmas? Any sweet presents? Uh, I got a, yes, um, very sweet present. Um, if you all, it's kind of a joke, a running joke, but it's actually, it's one of those things that I'm actually like, yeah, I, I'm just kidding, but I'm actually very serious about. Uh, TJ, you'll know this, but when you go to homes that were built in like the 70s and they have uh, standalone garages, almost always they have this like classic black eagle that is i don't know about 18 to 24 inches wide hanging at some point over the garage door i always just oh man we've got a house with a bird you know that's that's a house with class well uh my wife actually got me one of those birds for our garage so now i officially live in a house with, with some class so was very excited to receive that gift I am not joking when I feel like I'm doing today's radio show in the twilight zone. A bird on the garage, that's not a thing. It, no, it is very much a thing. And when <laughs> when you see it, you will know it. Uh, <laughs> if you go, like like Shavley was one of those neighborhoods that was built, you know, 67, hell, it was, it was before that. But a lot of those homes have the bird over the garage. It's very, it's very subtle, um, but you know it when you see it. And God, they are, they are beautiful. Uh, I mean, absolutely beautiful. I, I, I go around the city quite frequently. I'm I just, I'm not familiar with the, I, I guess I'll keep an eye out for them. Yeah. Yeah. You will, you will what, what now that I've told you about this, you will see them everywhere. And it's gotta be a standalone. It can't be an attack. Uh, no, it, it can be a standalone and, or it, it, it could be attached, but I just noticed them more on a little bit older homes that, you know, are, because it's like a 60s, 70s thing. And I, I just texted you a picture of one that's a little bit more uh, over the top than what you'll you'll typically notice. But uh, these, these bad boys are all over the place. I've seen stuff over garages. I, one, I think I it's not I, I think I see more shapes or objects than birds. Uh, but I do see birds from time to time. But I definitely didn't know that it was a, a thing. It's, it's a, it's definitely a, a class. Uh, it just shows that you're doing well in this world if you have one of these birds over your garages. Is that one you sent to us? Yours? No, it's not. But it's it's very similar. Because that whoever has those organized tools in that garage, that's oh. the impressive part. Oh, it's it's definitely <laughs> impressive. But uh, yeah, love. I just I, it it was like a running joke when we were looking for homes where you like oh, <laughs> but I was being dead serious the whole time. Well, congrats! I'm glad you got your bird. Uh, I got my bird. How, I did how was uh how, how was your Christmas? How was Lucy's? It was great. Lucy, I think, had an absolute blast. She was the center of attention, and uh, it was a lot of fun. First Christmas with the baby was a huge success. Nice, nice. I uh, it that that's especially. I mean, you know, she hadn't been around here long, so I'm sure she got to meet some extended family. Uh, for the first time, which is is always great. I will say the thing, nice thing about second baby second Christmas is they kind of know what's going on a little bit more. So you know, like Duke 
actually would open presents and then get excited and too distracted to play with the last one. So like that was fun. He's got a little kitchen set and he's just like, you know, eating, cooking food for us. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a ball. So big fan of Santa, big fan of snowman. Uh, it's, it's been a, a great time at the Roush house. Yeah. She'd be at 14 or 15 months. I don't know if she would understand the concept of Christmas, but it, she'll be moving around for sure. And she'll be chasing little cousins around. Yeah. She'll be, she'll be more of a handful. She'll probably be like my, my little niece who's of a similar age this Christmas. And it was really cute. I, I dressed up as Santa and, and got to see to mixed results, got to see some of the kids <laughs> in the family. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It was a good time. It, it was a, it was a nice Christmas. Ooh, I got a kayak. So be on the oh. lookout for, for me yeah. on the Ohio on that bad boy. You've been, uh, you, 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 you've talked, you've spoken very highly of the kayaking and now you're a yacker yourself. Wow. I, I do. I, I, I got one and, uh, we've got a place, uh, not me, but there's a place there's, we have a dock on the river that I can load off from and it's kind of easy in and out. So that that'll be nice. There's a little part of me that I've thought that just like all the time and money well, really, just all the time that I've spent on golf. What if I just kayaked instead? Be in like good shape. One, like be in better shape. Two, save a ton of money. Yeah. And three, Sweet. not like get frustrated on a sport that I'm just never going to probably be all that great at. <laughs> but like my arms work, so I can at least do some kayaking. Hey, speaking of golf, I golfed on Christmas Eve this year. What oh, the- how great was that? Oh, the weather in the last like week has been, you know, there's been some nice golfing weather on and off. I, Got the invite yesterday. I was just too busy, unfortunately, to, to way too busy to be able to even consider it. But how'd you how'd you hit them? Uh, so I only got to play twelve holes, but it would have been my <laughs> it it was really frustrating because it would have been my career best round. The the classic Christmas Eve twelve. Man, <laughs> he had to get out of there to get to midnight mass. Did you run out I had of to get out of there to get to my grandma's? No, we. I just had. We didn't have enough time. I had to go to my grandma's that day. So N- never has enough time. Justin exactly. Kalen, put it on his. Put it on his gravestone. But okay. I will squeeze in twelve holes if I can. This is just another thing that I, I can't. I can't leave it alone. If you're if you're having the round of your life, what's an extra six holes? Uh, late to grandma's and uh, scalding. Yeah, six holes. That's what. So that'll pass. I mean, I'd, I'd much. Re- I know I'd much rather keep keep grandma happy than, that's than the, get my career that's best. The that's the equivalent of having the biggest fish on the line and you just let it go because you didn't you didn't have time. Eh, I don't know if that's the equivalent of that, but the one hundred percent equivalent. Well, if you're if you're gonna be late to grandma's, you gotta let the fish go. Period. <sighs> Uh, good, uh, good, good on you. Good on you. And I was still, I was still late to grandma's by five minutes for what it's worth. So glad I got out of there when I did. Did you get a scolding? Not for five minutes. No. Well, it's been an I, hour. I, I, w- I want to see how far I could have pushed it. <laughs> well, congrats. That sounds nice. I haven't played. This is the longest hiatus I've had from golf in probably four years. I haven't played, I played in four months. I've played four times this month. No, wow. I played December. Months. Was that your greatest Christmas gift, Justin? Or I, I'm sure you're like the the grandson, the the guy at the party who gets the the six pack or the the bottle of booze. Oh gosh, dude, I got so much beer, and I told them all I was like, <laughs> I'm not drinking starting in January, so I literally have six days to drink all this. You guys, 
Not oh, here. good. That's a, that's a hell yeah. So you know where you can find me today, face down on the floor. <laughs> He's off work. He's got five football games to watch and 30 beers. <laughs> you want to take our last break here? Let's do it. Okay, we'll come back. Uh, Justin has elicited some pity texts into the show. We'll we'll get to those as well. You're going to listen to KRC here on oh, Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, and Justin I woke up and I, I feel confident to say to you that if you don't take this Michael McDonald DVD that you've been playing for two years straight off, I'm going to kill everyone in the store and put a bullet in my brain. David, what do you suggest we play? Kentucky Roll Call. I would rather listen to Walker and Roush than have to listen to Michael McDonald. Nothing against him, but if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We appreciate you all listening. Texting in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And as a reminder, download the Thornton's app. And you will save money at the pump each and every time. It'll tell you where the cheapest gas is in your area. It's a pretty nifty tool to have. It really is a great tool. You know what else is great, TJ? Football starting at noon today. That's great. And Cornbread Hemp is also great. They sponsor the Kentucky Roll Call podcast that you can get anywhere you listen to podcasts. Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, and um, I found a new use for cornbread hemp that's very helpful. Uh, when you're violently hungover from drinking too much bourbon, it is it will make you feel better. It's uh, just ooh, whatever. It you're a little down, you're a little dehydrated, you're trying to become a human again. Cornbread hemp will help you. The extra strength CBD with a little bit of THC sprinkled in there. It's full spectrum organic CBD. Uh, it's great stuff. Check them out today. Cornbreadhemp.com. Use the promo code Big X for 30% off at checkout. That's promo code Big X, 30% off at checkout at cornbreadhemp.com. Basically stealing cornbread hemp at that point. Oh, man. It, and I'm I I'm I'm not exaggerating either. It was whew, lifesaver. Lifesaver Christmas morning when I was uh feeling a little worse for the wear and uh you know, those toys, they get a little loud, and you're just, your body's like, God, why did you do this to yourself? Cornbread hip, there, save the day. Mm. Why did you do that to yourself? You know, you get around family, you have a good time, you get to talking, you get to chatting. It's fun. It was a yeah. Merry Christmas. It was, it was a great Christmas Eve and Christmas. Fun holiday. Uh, text into the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says... Washington brought their own benches to Dallas so they could sit their butts down and watch a grown man football team show them it's how it's done. We may not win the Super Bowl, but 42 to 7 at halftime is impressive against any pro football team, and you can't deny it. Well, I mean, who really cares? But it is it is a beatdown. That storyline of the, the bench bringing between Washington and Dallas is so dumb. 
it 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 belongs in the sport of college football, but it's at it's at the petty levels of, uh, in the professional ranks now. Where Dallas brought their benches to Washington a few weeks ago, so Washington felt obligated to bring benches to Dallas a few weeks later. It's so stupid. So yeah. stupid. Who cares? Hey, did you see the stat that uh, a Notre, Notre Dame QBs have lost twenty three straight starts in the NFL? Wait, who has lost 23 straight starts? Notre Dame QBs have lost their wow. last 23 starts as NFL quarterbacks. The last one was 2012. Which would have been what, Brady Quinn? Brady Quinn, good on you. Yeah. God. Hooray, hooray. You did it. Uh, that's Deshaun that's Kaiser is in that lovable group of losers. Ian Book. Um, oh, man. Fantasy games oh. last night were were won and lost based on that Miami defensive performance. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, I felt I felt like I got was getting dumber watching some of it. Yeah, I didn't I'd watched I didn't really care to watch much of it to begin with. Two teams that have zero implication or uh, impact on Green Bay. Sadly, I'm out of the fantasy game. It's uh I yeah, I did not care. Went to bed pretty early last night. Text her on the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. You boys at KRC know more about Seinfeld than you do basketball. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Roush has dropped, Justin. I'm not sure if you've noticed that or not. Saw that. What's up with that? So you feel free to kind of take the number two role while he's gone. Absolutely, yeah. I've, I've been longing for the number two role. There you have it. Best gift <laughs> is knowing there are a few of those folks you will not have to see again for a year regarding Christmas parties. I don't really feel that way about anybody. And also, I'm lucky enough where I see probably 98% of that fa of family more than once a year, which is great. Roush, you're yeah. back. Yes, I am. Uh, the hotel Wi-Fi wants to like log you in and out. It's kind of annoying, but uh, I'm back. And I, I take it the other way, where I'm excited to see some folks I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, football season gets busy, so it's kind of hard keeping up with everybody. But I did see old Uncle Jeff at, at Christmas Eve, and um, he, I feel much better about Kentucky's chances versus Iowa after speaking with him. Whoa. Inside inside sources. I mean, it should you not me, come to surprise you as the guy who beat the snot out of Iowa every year thinks that it it's very doable for the Kentucky football team. So, but, but did he uh, give you the the blueprint? Did he tell you what needs you? You got the inside secrets. I mean, the blueprint is what we already know. Uh, Iowa's offense is terrible, god awful, and if you just score twenty one points, you should be able to win a football. They're not good on offense. Uh, so if you can score some points, like it, 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 you should have no problem against this team. And uh, Kentucky, they've got they've got the guys. I mean, Wanda Robinson. I know you're not going to have Josh Ali, but uh, Wanda Robinson that he 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 should be able to have an outstanding game. Uh, and they just don't play many athletes like that. And when they do, they get beat. Justin, Roush said 21. How many points do you think UK needs to feel safe? I think 21 is pretty spot on. I'd maybe go a, a smidge higher, 24. 
if Kentucky still, scored if Kentucky scored 28 points and lost, I'd be very disappointed with the defense. 21, you could see a 24 to 21 game or something like that. But with all I think the turnovers where you yeah. get short field and you know, yeah, yeah. 28's my my number. Kentucky's offense gets to 28, shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You really shouldn't be sweating it out. But you, I would imagine, you'd win the game. And I, I think. The way the offense has been playing, I mean, they averaged 45 points in the month of November in like 500 yards of offense. I mean, it was ridiculous. Now, the defenses weren't that great in the month of November, but this offense has still been clicking. And uh, even if it is against a good defense, you expect them to be able to put points on the scoreboard. Looking forward to it. A texter says every sports commissioner needs to come to a consensus plan about COVID because what's going on with cancellations and people sitting out will be like this for as long as time. If something doesn't change, sports will be ruined forever. That's hyperbolic. Yes. But However, I also what? think, too, it's um, – I, I just think we're slow to adjust, TJ. And But, but like, once – you have year one where things are like we didn't have the tools to fight COVID a year ago, um, and yet those rules are still in place from a year ago. Now we have the tools, and we haven't uh, adjusted the rules. I think the NBA is going to be like th they're the ones that have the most to worry about because, like you know, the football seasons a lot of them are coming in, and like teams like Washington, you know, who cares? They were basically out of the playoff hunt anyway. Like they're they're out. Those teams that have been that are dealing with COVID late in the season, it's like, all right, well, let's just get through the year. We'll readjust um, and reevaluate later. But the, the big one that has to figure it out and dramatically change their rules is the NBA. Because hell, as far as I'm concerned, their season just started three days ago. So they're the ones that I think have uh, Adam Silver is the one with the, the most on his plate right now. It, it it seems, I mean, the NHL seems like a mess. It seems like it's, I mean, college sports, obviously a mess. Uh, the great thing about professional, I don't, I think somebody had already said this, but they can just go out and kind of get more players. Roush, I think it was you now that I'm saying it out loud. In college, you have those issues. But as you had mentioned that you get more tools to, to fight this, you become more prepared. Uh, you also learn a lot more information. And I'm sure folks' opinions on this have changed at some point over the span of 20 months coming up on 21 months, however long it's been nearly, nearly a full two years of it. If your opinion hasn't changed, you're probably not paying attention to it, but we learn more information. We learn more data early on. It was a good idea to, Hey, let's just, let's all just kind of take a step back here and see what's going on for a second. Now we've learned that 18 to 23-year-olds are not the target audience for lockdowns, for restrictions, for sitting out. They're healthy. They're some of the most healthy people on the entire planet, and they should be playing their, their games. They should be playing their – we haven't – we've – no evidence of inter-sport transmission in terms of like one team giving it to another – uh, you do find it in locker rooms, but as we mentioned, that's living, that's sort of stuff like that. But even the people that are yeah. getting it for in the large, large parts aren't even experiencing symptoms, nothing more than than some sniffles for a lot of folks. So uh, unless something has changed in college basketball, it's going to it's going to be a headache. And Roush, you again, I feel like I'm just piggybacking off a lot of your points and just kind of going down some different avenues on them. But in the bowl season, a lot of this is who wants to be at these games and who doesn't. And while, again, I'm not saying that teams are making up positive COVID tests, 
but I think more teams are probably just more likely to say, is it even worth trying to fight this? Do we even, is there, you know, can we figure out if we move this person to that position? I think some are just saying, listen, it's best just to turn the page on this season, move to next yeah, season. Yeah. And it's easy for both teams to do that. You'll get that in basketball too. It, it, ha- it has happened already, but you'll get that in basketball as well, where it'll be February and you'll have some team that has no shot at the postseason. They already know a few guys are going to plan on transferring to better teams. And and it's a lost cause. And they'll just say, yeah, we got a couple positive. It actually ended up being seven scholarship players. So we don't, we, we can't play, unfortunately. You're going to see that too. There's just, I think if folks just want to play, we just need to. Well, if folks want to play, they should be playing, in my opinion. But I, I it's 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 hard and it's head scratching because a lot of folks try to plan these trips or they may try to go to games or they plan this and it ends up getting pulled out from underneath them and they don't get they don't see that money back. Obviously, that texter with the UK U of L game, a UK fan, make no mistake about that. It's it's challenging. <laughs> All this is really really challenging. Yeah, no, it, it it is very challenging, but um, hey, we're gonna we're gonna wade through it and uh, look keep keep looking on the bright side. And the bright side is that Kentucky and Iowa are still scheduled for kickoff this weekend. Kentucky, Missouri, and Kentucky High Point still scheduled for basketball this week as well, with two games in three days. So we'll hear from John Calperi today at about eleven. Uh, so he'll, you know. Give us a little more reassurance. And, uh, hey, like I said in the first hour, might let us know what's going on with Shane Sharp right now, who's expected to be on campus at some point in the foreseeable future. Near future. Yeah. I, I, I think folks have kind of – I don't know if it's just because the team has played a little bit better or it's just the holidays and there's not as many sports going on. But people have kind of forgot about that, Roush, and that's going to be something to keep an eye on. A texter says – Gary Parrish, regarding Gary Parrish's bong ripping, on his latest podcast with Matt Norlander, he did a five-minute monologue about his dreams. One was Parrish and Nate Oates hanging curtains at Matt Norlander's house. The second one was him and Oscar Shibway playing golf together. Parrish lost his clubs, and Oscar helped him look for them around the course. This is just the most recent example. Um, You know what's great radio is sharing stories of your dreams. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna Seriously, do it, it's how gotta long be. has Gary Parrish been doing this thing? Like, I mean, it, I guess at least it involves college basketball folks, so they can be kind of entertaining. But like, come on, sharing dreams? Are you kidding me? He had a tweet yesterday that kind of bothered me regarding vaccinated and unvaccinated players. Oh, were you were you getting triggered? It's just like. Do you, and the lack of self-awareness from people. Roush, if you if you hold a gun up to somebody and tell them to give you their money, you're probably it's a good way to get an income. They're going to get money. Doesn't mean it's the right thing to do though. To hold vaccinations over people that may not want them is just not the right thing to do. Um, I felt like we did that the first go around. Now they're doing it with boosters and the 18 to 22 year olds don't have a union. They don't have people to kind of, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing in this regard, but they don't really have a ton of people looking out for them if they don't want to have to do that. I just don't think that's right. And I don't think people like Gary Parrish should be basically promoting that, that type of behavior. But again, that's, that's not fun. I mean, who who is Gary Parrish? If you've seen Gary Parrish, 
from 15 years ago. Who is he to judge more? <laughs> what gives him? What is it? What, what? What? Who has not sin cast the first stone? Like, uh -huh. come on. Oh, um, Texer says, "Here's your damn text, Scooter." There you go, Scoot. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> I just needed. I just needed something to do. You know, getting a little bored. They did. Have, they oh, did respond to you in a big way. They did. Yes. Thank you, Texters. A uh, Texter just did a text check. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes the equipment at Big X, you never know. The Thorns text line is ready to rock, ready to roll this bowl week, this holiday season, 502-414-1450. I think some of it, too, Scoots, is that I don't know if people were expecting this to to take yesterday off. But, you know, travel plans happen. So we're just a little rusty, a little behind, but we'll, we'll get things rolling in no time. Uh, another text says, glad you guys are back. Ready for bowl screw from Nick before we head to Orlando. Good. More folks heading down here. Should be a great time on International Drive. Yeah. Um, gosh, I think the fans that are there are going to enjoy it. Have you looked at the weather for Saturday? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's like 80. It's highs of like 80. Woes in the mid sixties at night. Oh, uh, no rain all week. It's just, it's beautiful. Looks like the perfect forecast to beat down Iowa. Yeah, the, their perfect say? forecast for winning is snow. Huh. Sun, come on, no chance. What's the? What They're would scared you, of the What sun. would you say? What's a Hawkeye? Who? <sighs> it's got to be a hawk. nickname for. A bird. It is the and Webster not, Dictionary definition of a resident of Iowa. Used as so a like nickname. a Hoosier. Yes. So if uh, yeah, but a hawk is an actual if somebody, hawk. If somebody from Indiana is a Hoosier, somebody from Iowa is a Hawkeye. I wonder if it has something they, to do with they've got a good eye for where to plant their crops or something. I mean, there's got to be some origin story there. I'm glad Kentucky missed out on making up just the dorky nicknames. We're just good old-fashioned Kentuckians. I guess that's a, Minnesota, or a, a Midwestern thing. And we're... I don't know if Roush was just breaking up mid of what he was talking about. If we're... Yeah, you're, 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 your hotel internet's having a rough go of it today. Might have to change sure. things up go tomorrow. Down, go down to the desk, talk to him about the upgrade. Yeah, you go down and say, you Ooh. know who I am? I And show them your ears. Where are you staying? Yeah, where are you staying? What room? <laughs> um, do you want to know how much I make after before taxes? <laughs> Please. <laughs> are you are you staying somewhere fun? Yeah, it's it's the media hotel here is uh, nearby where they're gonna do the pep rally, uh, and they they got nice perk like there's like a suite upstairs that's got you know snacks and drinks for um, the evening. So you know was able to just just the nice little touches. Being able to get a cold beer when I got here was nice. So uh, they they treat us well down here at the Citrus Bowl. Any media that you're especially looking forward to brushing shoulders with, elbows with, whatever it is. Whatever. None in particular, but uh, it'll it'll just be nice to see folks that I'm uh, work friends with outside of work and mm. not just like waiting around for interviews, you know? Yeah. I mean, nice. Hey, did you ever get all your golf clubs, by the way? I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> and I was able to get around in with them. 
Nice. So good. wasn't a good one, but I got him. A texter says, when a chick is into you, she finds a way to spend time with you. If she has a lot going on, she's patronizing you. Wow. 90, 95% of the time, I would agree with that, but we had pretty somewhat in-depth conversations of what she was dealing with, so that's not the case here. Hmm. Hopefully that's not me being ignorant. But if I wanted to patronize you but not know that I, <laughs> you get what I'm saying, you know, that's what I would do. Yeah. No, I get it. I get. I mean, the texter's right majority of the time. A texter says an obvious cry for attention there, Justin. Here's your text. See, this is what I didn't want. I'm, I'm, I'm. We're not beggars, Justin. I, I just wanted. I just didn't know if it was working. So I've been doing this show what almost a year now, and we have never, ever, ever had a day where we went an hour plus and didn't get a text ever. It's great. He's really rubbing it in, Roush. Ever. Big timing. Oh, man. Uh, a texter says, I've seen the picture Roush is talking about, and he either has the smallest garage door I've ever seen in my life, or he is a freak of nature. Well, you know, the the latter is definitely true. Definitely a freak of nature. But uh, no, it's the angle, and, you know, it's only like an eight-foot door or seven-foot door or whatever, you know. I, I, I duck just to be careful when I go through, but that's how I am with most doorways. So, you know, tall guy. Big guy. John here says one texter named John. Good morning to all. Glad to hear you guys back together. Hey, I think the Cats will win by 20 plus. So that would make three straight games of 20 plus victories. How many more games in a row do you think we will win by 20 plus? Well, got to go talk to you later, John. <laughs> do you really care how many games you think we think UK is going to win by 20 plus? Uh, it'd be nice if they would did win like four in a row by twenty plus, just beating the well, they, snot out of people. Well, fun. they should win these next two by twenty plus. There's at least that. Anything less than that would be Missouri. They're horrible. Quanzo, they're going to have to get out of there. I would imagine. Yeah, just, LSU next Tuesday. Don't think that's going to be at LSU. Don't think that's a twenty point win. So probably <laughs> that, four in a row, yeah. John. That one. I'm, so wait, that's that's a week from today. Uh, correct, January fourth. Oh hell yeah, that's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah. That's gonna be a lot of fun, Justin. I'm just sorry. glad. I'm just glad John didn't bring up the fact that the Chiefs won by 20 plus. Oh God. Whew. That was pain. They really, they really yeah. did win. They won big, and I. Uh, that was bad. And, yeah. and I think cover five, I took the Steelers like an idiot. <laughs> cover right, five, you... though. Now that like you know, once you're behind, you just got to pick big spreads and hope they go the other way for you. Yep. Yeah. You're you you've been making a climb. I've been watching you. I've well, been trying to lose by as much as possible, and it's uh, that's tough to do. <laughs> You're doing your best, though. Ah, yeah, know. this th that that game on Tuesday, that LSU game is going to be a that's going to be a big one. Um, I I I have a fun fact to share with the show before you make picks on today's games. Sure. Uh, it's been eleven straight game. It's the ACC has lost eleven straight bowl games. Yikes. Yeah, uh, do you, the last win uh, was actually Louisville's win over Mississippi State when the guy for the Bulldogs punched the quarterback in the face during bowl practice and broke his jaw. Oh, the uh, Music City Bowl. Yeah, old Joe Moorhead. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Good for the cards. So just something to consider. We got two ACC teams playing today, including the cards. Ooh. Also, I was thinking we should make it – a KRC tradition to go to one road basketball game. 
and not in like a media capacity necessarily, but we could like do the show one day from that other place and then just go to the game, have a story to tell. That'd be fun. So, you know, maybe we can keep it closer to local. Justin's got the hotel hookups. It'll be great. Be a great great time. Yeah. Yeah. So something, something that we can think about at the beginning of, of next year. Uh, a texter says, what was up with no show yesterday? Roush was traveling. It's a slow time. So yeah, holiday, said, you know, might as well. Yeah. Know. We Did don't take many any, days off around, around the KRC compound. So, you know, you give us any guff, there may be more. Well, we have to explain ourselves. <laughs> I'll be back. Justin. I'll back Justin on this one. Whatever grandma wants, grandma gets. That's right. But we're talking about a world record round. Grandma should want. No, personal record. Personal record. Yeah, personal record. Not world record. Your world. If it was a world record, I would have hung out. It's your world. Give me your takes on local three schools. UK, IU, U of L, 2021 season starts. Uh, Kentucky, good. Indiana, eh. But probably going to fizzle. And U of L. Yeah, U of L's back, but supposedly they may be out some people. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm like the, I, I thought U of L would be all right in basketball. I'm going to hold on to that take a little bit longer, but I'm not off to a great start on it. IU in a similar boat to U of L, but they've got an actual, they've got one of the best players in the country. So that's a game changer for them. And then Kentucky's going to be just fine. Uh, imagine in March, we're expecting Kentucky to, Play for a Final Four. Get to at least the Elite Eight and win that game, ideally. Hey, Nick, apologize if this was discussed in the first hour, but scheduled to fly Spirit out of Nashville Thursday for Orlando. How much notice did they give you for your canceled flight, and did they give you a reason? Also, do you know the time of the UK pep rally on Friday? The email I got was at 5 a.m. for a 7.30 flight, so two and a half hours notice. And no, there was no reason, just it was canceled. So, um yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Wish I could uh, could give you more reassurance, but uh, the pep rally is at four forty five on Friday afternoon. Um, so hey, if if all goes to hell in a handbasket, it's only about a twelve hour drive from Nashville, probably less. So there. Yeah, it won't be too bad of a trip if you if you end up having getting bad news and having to to drive down there. All right, last text. Good morning, guys. Glad you're back on the air today regarding the lack of text. I was hesitant to text because you started calling the text line the the Thornton's text line. I was afraid that 40 cents would be donated to the U of L athletic department for every text I send. Oh, boom. (laughs) That's a good text. Really is a nice text to end today's show. Uh, Predictions for the football games today? Uh, Yeah, like uh, Air Force, uh, SMU. Uh, We'll go Mississippi State and... I do think NC State might get that 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 monkey off the ACC's back in the Holiday Bowl. So uh, should be should be a fun fun day of football. And you like Houston, Roush? Houston, not SMU. Yeah, it, it you know I get my Texas schools confused. Go Cougs. I'll go Air Force in a close one. Although I think it, it really will be come down to the wire. I'll go Auburn, Mississippi State, large, NC State. And go Neil Brown. Can't go against old Neil Brown. No, can't go against Neil Brown. All right, everybody have a good – Justin, did you make your picks? Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. All right. There we have it. Everybody have a good day. We'll see you on Wednesday. It'll be a game day edition of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Thanks for all the text. The Thornton's text line, another 40 cents to the U of L athletic program. Simeon.